Welcome to Sermons from the Edge, a ministry of the Edge Church in Winona, Minnesota, a place where it's okay to not be okay, where you can come and you belong just as you are, no matter what you're facing. We pray this message will be a blessing to you. No bumping up against that or no going over that line. It's too bad our, our lives don't have a capacitor. Uh, I was thinking about this, if we, had a, if we had like a car has a gas gauge and you could kind of see as it's going down and down and down, you know when it gets close to the line, you got to do something, you're going to have to fill it up again. It's too bad our lives don't have something like that, but instead of that, our lives have kind of, I would say, is more like a, a check engine light. You know when the, the check engine light comes on, uh, you're at the end. You better do something quick or it's just going to go bad. Uh, it's too bad our lives don't have a, a gas meter instead of a, a check engine light. Because so often we live in those moments where, where maybe we're at the limit of our margin. It creates anxiety, it creates panic attack, it creates breakdowns. Without margin, we end up with hectic schedules and financial stresses. And oftentimes, I'd say even broken relationships. And yet, margin is so countercultural, isn't it? As a culture, we kind of we kind of idolize people that live at a max capacity. Uh, we 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 idolize people that are just living right on the edge of uh, what seems to be craziness and chaos. And and isn't it interesting when when we we begin to when you begin to think about it, what do we often say? How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Um, I'm so busy. Oh, I didn't get to that because I'm too busy. Oh, I, I would have loved to have done that, but I just don't have time. Uh, so often we idolize people that are, are so full of capacity and, so full, and yet there's weariness and that's something that I don't think that God is desiring for us. I'm going to make just a couple of <coughs> excuse me, assumptions regarding mar- margin. First is this, God doesn't want you stressed out. God doesn't want you stressed out. It's not his plan. If you remember a couple weeks ago, I, I gave you a quote from Richard Foster from the Celebration of Discipline book. It was this, and our enemy majors in three things, hurry, busyness, and noise. If he can keep us engaged in all three, he will be well satisfied. Think about that, that quote for just a second. Our enemy majors in those things, hurry, busyness, and noise. The thought is actually uh, kind of comes from a scripture that's very well known to us. It's actually from John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief comes, or the thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus said, my purpose is to give you rich and and satisfying life. You can kind of see the the, the paradigm of what the enemy does and what God is trying to do. Here's another thing that Jesus offers in Matthew chapter 11. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Doesn't that sound great? That just sounds to me like just a, a, a warm blanket on a cold winter night. Uh, I love, I love uh, there's sometimes when my wife is traveling and has to be at, at other churches speaking, and a while back she was at a training thing she was attending, and it was just the beginning of winter, uh, the beginning of when it was getting cold, and it was pretty cold out, but not super cold like it is today. But when my wife is gone and my kids are gone, I turn the thermostat in our house down. You might think, well, that's kind of dumb, but I love... I love, I love, I love that, I, that feeling of being a little bit cold, but not so cold that it doesn't feel good to just have a blanket. 
And so I would go, uh, when she was gone, I remember one particular evening I was sitting downstairs and watching a, a, a sports event on TV, and I had my blanket over me, and I was a little bit chilly, so I had made some hot chocolate, had the hot shots sitting there, and I'm kind of wrapped up in this blanket and, and just loving life. When I read this verse, uh, come to me all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I have this picture of Jesus being like this warm blanket when I'm tired. Just giving us rest, giving us comfort in that moment. He goes on and says, take my yoke upon you, Jesus says. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What an incredible thing. Learn from me. Rather than do life the world's way, learn from Jesus. Learn his example uh, it's, the, it's literally the, 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 the difference between bad choices and biblical choices. It doesn't mean that we won't have times when following Jesus puts us in a, in a hard spot or a scary place. It, obviously, we see that in the Bible numerous times. If you're wondering why you have problems, then you should just thank the Lord that you're just like the people in the Bible. Think of Job in the Old Testament who literally uh, lost everything. Uh, but remain faithful to God. And then in the end, God gave him back everything he had had plus. Think of the, the 11, or 10 of the 11 disciples in the Bible, uh, the, the closest people to Jesus. 10 of the 11 were martyred because of their faith. Learning from Jesus doesn't mean we'll never have problems, but it means that he will always be with us. In the midst of the hardship, God gives us what we need. He gives us the rest that we need. It shouldn't be a normative part of our life to be so hurried that there's no margin. There might be seasons, but God's desire is for us to find rest. Another assumption regarding margin is that in most cases, margin is a choice. When, that's, when, that, when that is stretched, there's something that, that I've heard of referred to as the manna principle, where God, remember the Israelites, when they were in the Israelites, were in the uh, the wilderness, and they, they didn't have any food, and God provided for them, met the need they had when they had it. Uh, in most cases, we have choice, but God is enough for us. Uh, I th- talk to people often, and they say, I just don't know how I made it. I've lived that in the last couple of years. Maybe you have too in the, in the COVID season and all those things that have taken place. Sometimes we look back and we say, I just don't know how I made it through all that stuff. And then if we're, if we're honest, I think hopefully we can stand back and say, I know how I made it through. I know what happened. God sustained me. God gave me what I needed. Uh, it, was, it was something that only God could do. Another assumption, the secret to margin is simply saying no. You might say, well, I, I, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know. If, well, here's the thing. Uh, we can most of the time, we just need to learn to say no. Everybody has a plan for your life and for your time and for your energy and for your money. And everybody wants you to have margin. If you were to look at the person next to you right now, they would say, I want you to have margin. And, and I think that's, the best, that's God's best for you. Here's the thing, though. They want you to have margin. Most of us want each other to have margin as long as it doesn't mean saying no to me. When I, when I come to you and say, hey, I, I need you to teach a Wednesday night uh, process class. Can you do that? I don't know if I have margin. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you're thinking about margin in other areas, but I need you to do this. 
Isn't that kind of how we are? We want people to have margin. We want them to be healthy. But don't say no to me. Here's the problem. You can't say no to something until you've decided what you're going to say yes to. Think about that. It's really about determining what your priorities will be. If everything is a priority, then it's just going to cause problems. If everything is a problem, then, or everything is a priority, then what happens is whoever demands the most or persists the hardest or, or maybe even yells becomes the priority because we don't want to say no or we don't know what we should say no to. It's actually very freeing to say no when it's appropriate. Think about that. It's actually freeing to say no when it's appropriate. And when it's appropriate, it's when we know what is the priority in our life. I feel like God has, has called me to be the pastor of this church. And I love what I do. I love being here. And it's interesting because that is very freeing to me. You've been listening to A Sermon from the Edge, a ministry of the Edge Church in Winona, Minnesota. If the Lord has spoken to your heart through this message, we would love to hear about it. Contact information is available at winonaedge.org. Thanks for listening.